get into our morning message this morning and we are trying to get into our text first Peter fourth chapter verses 12 through 19 uh, our text says this morning beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ suffering that when his glory shall be revealed ye may be glad also with exceeding joy if ye be reproached for the name of Christ happy are ye for the spirit of the glory and of God resteth upon you on their part he is evil spoken of but on your part he is glorified but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or an evildoer a busybody in other men's matters and if any man suffer as a Christian let him not be ashamed but let him glorify God on this behalf for the time is come that judgment shall begin at the house of God and if it first began at us what shall it end be for them that obey not the gospel of God. And if righteousness scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing and unto a faithful creator. Let the church say amen. You know, one of the best ways to understand other people is to ask them, what do you think about this virus, and what is it doing to us, and, and what's going on? And, and I found that you get all kinds of different answers, and, and, uh, and people might tell you, is the media blowing up, or is the Democrats trying to discredit the president? And some people have gone uh, so far to say that, that the regular flu is, is far more difficult than the coronavirus. But I go back to my initial sermon back, uh, I was a layman uh, preaching at uh, a layman's revival at Grace Baptist Church and, and, and I, I, I spoke about the song that Chuck Avery sung in uh, Color Purple he said maybe God is trying to tell us something huh? he said that I, 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 I speak Lord speak to me maybe God is trying to tell us something I lay awake at night, I, nothing seems to be going right, just maybe God is trying to tell us something I cry all night long, nothing seems to be going, everything seems to be going wrong just maybe God is trying to tell us something so maybe God is trying to tell us something maybe God is trying to let this virus happen so that he can see how us as believers will respond uh, just maybe God is, is testing us to see if we are really are going to put our trust in him you know life throws us all kinds of curves and, 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 and what separates us from the world is how we respond and, and one writer said life is a tragedy for those that, who feel but it's a comedy to those who think. It's all about how you look at life. It's how, what perspective that you're looking at things. So life always has a way of measuring our outcome, how we look at things, and, and to test us to see how we'll respond to those things that we're going through. So today, uh, on this uh, Palm Sunday, I want to talk to you on the subject, this is only a test. This is only a test. Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We pray, Lord, that you would just now touch your dear servant. Lord, just uplift me, O Heavenly Father, and give me, O Heavenly Father, words to be able to speak that will be of thee and not of me. Lord, just overshadow me right now with your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 
This is only a test. I posted on Facebook a few weeks ago about the uh, coronavirus and, 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 and it has all of us not knowing exactly what to do. I, uh, and it seems that uh, we are not, uh, it's not going away like many of us had thought it was going away, prayed for and, and thought it was going to just go away, but it's, it hadn't went away. So I, 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 I would recommend our prayer would be, I told you in that uh, Facebook uh, post that Inez, Inez Andrews says that, now, now Lord, don't move my mountain, but just give me the strength to climb. And Lord, don't take away my stumbling block, but lead me all around. And God will, will get us through this. And if you would trust him, I remember during the uh, Cold War years when we were kids, we were in high school, and I, and I posted about the emergency broadcast system. And when we were in school, they told us to get down on the floor and, and put your hand uh, over your head and get under the desk. And all of those things that were happening uh, because of the emergency broadcast system had come on. And when the alarm went on, all of us had to jump up and run out in the hallway or bow down and put your head, uh, hands on top of your head and get up under your desk and then all of a sudden they, they, would, they would come up uh, with a warning and, and the warning would say this is only a test for the next 60 seconds, the station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system because this is only a test. So I, I'm, I'm trying to tell every believer this morning, and, and I, if you listen to what is happening and looking at what is going on in the news, this is only a test. God is looking for us the faithful to be able to do uh, act differently and respond differently in these trying times. It's our duty to be light unto the world. and So uh, let your light shine, be safe, and trust God, but keep on praying that God has his hand over this and we're going to be alright. We must focus on the reality that God is constantly teaching and testing us uh, as a means of, of, of realizing what our spiritual growth is. God continuously tests our character and our obedience and our love and our integrity and our loyalty by the things that happen in our lives. And words like trials and temptations and refining and, and testing they, they are cure more than uh, 200 times in the Bible and, and God tested Abraham well, why do you don't think he's going to test you he tested Isaac and God tested Jacob and all through the Bible even uh, Rachel and all Adam and Eve all uh, had to be tested and many of them failed the test but even David himself he failed the test several times on different occasions but the Bible also gives us many examples of people that, that passed the great test and what about Ruth and Esther and Daniel testing is a component of life that it helps builds our character and it reveals by these tests and all life is a test. I don't care who you are. You're always somewhere being tested. God constantly watches your response uh, to people and their problems and success and conflict, illness and disappointment, even the weather. We, we get torn apart, even look out and don't see a sunny sky. He's just seeing how you're going to look at it. Even if the sun don't shine, we believe God is still in charge. He even watches the simplest of actions that when, when we open a door for others or when we pick up a piece of trash or when, when you uh, politely uh, tell the clerk or the waitress thank you. He's looking for you each and every day to see whether or not that you're going to respond in a way that you be, uh, be a follower of Jesus Christ. See, we don't know all of the tests that, that God will give us, but we can predict some of them because the Bible tells us that we're going to be tested in certain ways. You're going to be tested by major changes in your life, delayed promises, impossible problems, unanswered prayers, undeserved criticism, even senseless tragedies. Things happen in your life that you didn't have no idea they were going to happen. You didn't do nothing wrong. Things going to happen in your life.
way. So when these things happen, we got to understand that life is just a test. You realize that nothing is insignificant in the life of a believer. Even the smallest incident will have a significance about your character development. Every day is an opportunity, an important day in your life. Every second is a growth opportunity to deepen your character, to demonstrate the love of Christ that you have in your heart and whether or not you depend upon God. Jesus. Some tests seem overwhelming while other tests you don't even notice. Uh, when God says that he, he works from the end and the beginning in your life, he, he works in the beginning and the end in your life. He, he, he's saying that he's already completed the blueprint for your spiritual realm in your life and your physical growth. He knows your destiny. He knows your goals that you are already made of and he desires that you already been determined in your life. He's already dreamed his dreams for you. He's already laid a roadmap for your life for you. He's doing now is simply calling you back through time to look for your corporation. So you can begin walking in what God has already done in your life. Isn't that good news? Uh, turn around and tell your neighbor, this is only a test. It's only a test. It's only a test. So yeah. as we come to our text, we commemorate on this Palm Sunday, Jesus triumphant ride into Jerusalem and for the agony of the cross. And, and, and so suffering became the identifier of believers. And, and the basic thing of First Peter is living hope in the midst of suffering. So th this first letter, he's addressed to those persecuted Christians that are in Asia Minor. And he exhorts the reader to emulate the suffering of Christ. No matter what you're going through, you got to understand that Christ went through everything that you're going to go through in life. And because of the persecution that he went through, he equips us with the right stuff to be able to deal with the things that life throws at us. So he's reminding the church that Jesus told them this time. You remember I always tell you about Matthew 24. He said Jesus uh, went out and he departed in the temple and his disciples came to him and they showed him the buildings of the temple. And, and Jesus said that see not all of these things where I say unto you that there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And someone has said it's always hard to swim against the stream but in an effort is a moral one the difficulty is not lessened. I don't care how much you think you are saved the difficulties of the trials of this life are hard only just like it is for an unbeliever. The, the early Christians were finding it so that, that it was just as hard for them to make it even though they were followers of Christ. For, for them there must have existed some hardships of which we have no experience of what they went through today. Church is easy now compared to the, what the early church went through and what Jesus prophesied was now turning the Jewish church upside down the destruction of the Jewish church and the nation foretold by Jesus was very near things never would be the same again so I'm telling you because of this coronavirus things will never be the same again we gotta change church we gotta be on board of doing what God has given us to do he's starts off in verse 7, he said, but the end of all things is at hand. What things What things going to be ending? What things going to change? The solemn truth evidences itself in our lesson today is the end of all things as usual. Mm -hmm. 
we, we've been doing things as usual so much that we've gotten things so so that we don't even have to think about it. We just move because it's things as usual. But he said there's going to be the end of things as usual. In the business as usual. In the socializing as usual. In the privileges as usual. In the end of church. As usual, the generation that we're living in has seen the, has seen the end of church as usual. Things are beginning to look strange and much different than it, than church used to be. And, and in the midst of these strange things happening, the church must respond to the ever-changing world. You remember, brothers and sisters, this is only a test. He's trying to let us get equipped to be able to do the greater work that God has called us to do. And this is only a test to see whether or not that we're going to be equipped to do what God has called us to do. Amen. So in our text, Peter gives us a glimpse of how strange things will get when, when, the, when as, the, the things as usual will come to an end. And, and our text said that, Beloved, thinking not strange concerning the fire trial, which is to try you as though some strange things happen in you. I, I like what the Good News Version says. It says that, My dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful test that you are suffering as, as though something unusual usual were happening to you. So as we look at the events surrounding this pandemic, the coronavirus, church as usual has ended. You know, you might as well get used to it. Unusual things are beginning to happen and, and we the church should, should, should not be surprised by it. The, the Bible already told us what's going to happen. I, I gave you what Jesus said. He, nothing will be left unturned. Huh? The institutional church has, has to have an awakening. Status quo will be no more. Peter says that it won't be easy, but it won't be unusual. Huh? Uh, but Peter said that, that, that remember this is what only a test he told him he said Simon Simon uh, behold the Satan has a desire to sift you like wheat mm -hmm. but I pray to you that that, you, that your faith shall not fail but when thou art converted strengthen the brethren uh, God is what is, is using uh, uh, the, the sift uh, to try to separate the right from the wrong he, he's trying to uh, utilize a, a sift to be able to separate those that's going to stand and those that's going to fall mm -hmm. he's using a sift because yeah. things going to get strange and, and, and the church is going to be uh, become effective that everybody is going to have to get on board. But I got to realize that everybody's not equipped to play the game. Uh, God told Gideon to narrow down your army. See, to sift to those that that, that, are, uh, that will surely stand. Sift to those that will run and, and scatter. Sift to those that will but not be able to speak boldly and come before the throne of God. He said that's going to be a sift. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether or not you're going to be in the number. That's the question. When God do this sift, will we be left in that number to be able to stand before and speak the words of Almighty God? Amen. When the devil threw, thought that he was sifting to destroy us, God was just shaking things up. Think about it, huh? When the devil thinks he's going to sift us, and God is just shaking out all of the bad stuff, ain't it? God is narrowing the playing field. See, too many of us so-called church folk, we 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 in the way, we in the game, but we in the way. See, see, too many are self-appointed bishops and apostles and prophets and prophetesses. They're, they're just in the way. They're for their own glory rather than to glorify God. God is testing us and seeing if we are real. Uh, if you're looking for things to go back the way they used to be, I'm afraid that you're barking up the wrong tree. Things ain't going to change. We got to be able to change according to the things that are happening in the world today. We got to respond 
Peter warns us, don't think that way. Don't think that way. Things got to get tight. Mm -hmm. But even if things get tight, it's only a test to see if we're going to make it. So Peter encourages us to what? To have the proper attitude during the time of testing. Our, mm -hmm. our text says in Good News Version, they'd rather be glad that you are sharing Christ's suffering so that you may be full of joy when his glory is revealed. Happy are you even if you're insulted because of, of, of you are Christ's followers. And this means that, that his glorious spirit, the spirit of God is resting on you. If you suffer, you must not because of as a murderer or a thief or a criminal or a meddler in other people's affairs. However, if you suffer because you are a Christian, don't be ashamed of it, but thank God that you bear Christ's name. Amen. See, suffering during the test, it, it, it can be better sometimes. It causes strife, but, 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 but suffering, according to Peter, it encourages us to be able to sometimes to flip the script. Huh? Yeah. Rather than show our discomfort, start rejoicing because God has chosen you to be one of his messengers of this good news. Be happy that you are in his election. Yeah. When you serve God with the proper attitude, it shows the world that the spirit of God is in you. Yeah. It's alive and well. Yeah. See, grumpy church folk is all a negative testimony yeah. that they don't have the joy of the Lord in their life. Yeah. How can you encourage the others when you all grumpy all the time? And, yeah. and don't be spiteful. I told you about what my daughter's friend said. Don't come for me if I didn't sin for you. Uh, don't discondescend to the level of others' behavior because they come at you wrong. You know what Michelle Obama said. When they go low, you go high. Then leave folk alone. When you bear Christ's name, be thankful and act that way. Come on, man. He's setting to see who's left mm -hmm. when the sifting. Uh, so my question is, will you be ready, huh? Will you be ready? You know, I told you that this is only a test. Mm -hmm. This is a dress rehearsal mm -hmm. for what is to come. Mm -hmm. Then finally, our text says that our, our test begins right here. Mm -hmm. Right here and now. Our text says that for the time has come, the judgment must begin at the house of God. Mm -hmm. And it begins at us first. What shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Mm -hmm. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit to keeping their soul into him in well-doing as a faithful creature, mm -hmm. as a faithful creator. See, I was in school and college in military intelligence, basic training and advanced training, again, in military intelligence and job applications, even in seminary school, and, and, and all of them ended with a test. The Good News Version said the time come for judgment to begin, and God's own people are the first to be judged. And, and it starts with us. And how will it end with those that do not believe the good news of God? See, it's time for the test, church. And it begins right here. The question is, are you ready? Huh? Will you pass the test? If we struggle to pass the test, what, what hope is those that are outside of the grace of God have if we can't pass the test? What, what, what we're seeing during this pandemic is only a dress rehearsal for what is to come. I told you that. What hope do we offer to the world that when we can't pass the test? Huh? What hope do we have if the church is fucking out? Huh? We should be the plumb line for the world that they can gauge their own behavior. But, but, but we can't handle the test. 
reality. The good news version says, so then, those that suffer because of God's will, them should be, by their good actions, trust themselves completely to their creator, who always keeps their promise. Amen. See, when, when, when we pass the test, trust in God even when things look strange. God will keep his promise. Ain't that good news? Amen. Huh, I, I hate to see about the bearer of bad news is that as bad things look, church, this is just a test. It doesn't mean that it's not going to get more difficult. But it does mean that God has kept his promise. Amen. That he will be with us. Amen. He'll never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. Amen. We can trust and believe that God will always be there. The old psalmist says that he's there all the time. God is always there watching over us. And we can trust that he can get us through this situation. And I believe that today. He's going to get us through this situation because he is God. He's our creator. He's doing the maker. He knows all about us. He knows our makeup. He knows our rising up and our lying down, our going in and our going out. There's nothing that God doesn't know about us. And he will provide for us if we would only put our trust in him. Amen. So as we close this morning, the test brings out the best of us that serve the Lord faithfully. Amen. If not for the press, the oil would still be in the olives. If, if not for the press, the wine would be still in the grapes. Uh, if not for the press, the greatness that down within us would be still down inside of us. Amen. The press creates pressure. And that's what gives us more power than what we begin with. And when the heat goes up, the water steam creates great pressure. But when the heat goes up, what's contaminated becomes purified. And when the heat goes up, that which weak becomes saturated and strong. So testing when the heat goes up, us believers should get be stronger and powerful and to be able to do the work that God has called us to do. We need to be about our father's business and we need to be able to go out and do the greater work that God is calling us to do. And only because of the test, the press, the process that we have to go through, it brings the best of us through the process. And Christians don't have to be afraid of the process. of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. See, what we're going through can't be compared to what God has for us on this side and on the other side. Amen. Old folk used to say God never said it would be easy. Uh, but, but, but he did promise that he'll never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. See, we can live during these trying times and by trusting God that he'll get us through this. I want to remind you again what Inez Andrews said, that Lord, don't move the mountain, but just give me the strength to climb. Huh? Don't, 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 don't take away my stumbling block, but lead me all around them. He's trying to time to tell us that God in these trying times that he's with us and he'll never leave us. So I want to encourage you to trust the Lord. Yes. Solomon noted the wisest man in the world in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto our own understandings and all of our ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Huh? We, we try to approach this rivals with human reasoning yeah. and, 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 and it won't work. I hate to tell you, with all of the thousands of people worldwide have died, we still have people thinking it's a hoax, it's a piped up a dream by the media, it's over-exaggerated and it's not Take it seriously, but it's time for us 
understanding. Mm -hmm. God got a plan to utilize this, mm -hmm. even the, 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 the pandemic, to be able to help us to draw closer to him. But he'll see us through it. I believe that. I believe that as we face this test, put your trust in God. Uh, one hymn that says that I will trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'll trust in the Lord until I die. Yeah. Uh, if God has chosen you to go through the testing, he has a job for you to do. And we're training for a greater battle, church. Uh, the test will weed out all the details that have crept into our churches mm -hmm. that only look for form and fashion, to look what they can get. But God is looking for those who have been chosen to be able to lift up the name of Jesus. Jesus. See, it, 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 it'll demand you to be honest with yourself, to be able to look within and to examine yourself, to, to look around you and make sure that you're around the right people and around the right company, and, and to look within to make sure that your heart is right. You know, so are you fit for the battle? That's the question we need to ask because it's getting ready to get real. Uh, this is only the test that comes and God is looking for a few good men and women who are willing to stand on the wall and cry out to the world that the kingdom of heaven is in hand. Uh, God is getting ready to show himself. But if the church is still quiet, we need to cry out that the kingdom of heaven is in hand. Amen. This is a test for us to be able to get ready for the day of reckoning that is coming. And if we're not ready, what hope does the world have? Mm -hmm. So we got to be able to encourage the world that God will change things if we would only put our trust in him. Uh, he, he's going to work according to his will and according to his plan. So we've just got to follow along, be faithful, continue to put our trust in God. And I believe everything's going to be all right, huh? God bless you today. May heaven ever smile upon you. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, again for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come. And hopefully we'll try to say some encouraging word. Oh, Lord, on this Palm Sunday, Christ came into Jerusalem to be able to face the agony of the cross. That we, too, have to face the, the problems that we face in this life. That we must realize that just as Christ rose, that we can rise up from our situation, too. Lord, we thank you today. Day. Just go with us and stand by us, and we'll surely give your name all praise, glory, and honor. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name. We do pray. Let the household of faith say amen. amen. We open the doors of the church. If you don't know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, somewhere out in the audience, somewhere out on the Facebook audience, that you have not accepted Christ, this is your opportunity to now. You don't have to come to the preacher. You don't have to come to the church. Only thing you have to do is say, Lord, I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. The word of God said thou shall be saved. So is there one this morning? So we want to thank you for all that you have done by looking at us, waiting, watching us this morning, listening to our message. We apologize to the uh, Piney uh, Hill uh, community in our church that somehow that the conference line didn't go through. But we're going to praise God anyway. I just thank God that we just get out and to be able to let our word go out. And he said it shall not return back void. So we just thank you, Lord, today for all that he has done. Uh, we're going to ask now that we enter into Holy Communion. We, we, we need to, this is our Communion Sunday at, at Piney Hill and
and I know that we don't have the utensils, we don't have everything set up, uh, we don't have the, uh, the uh, bread and the wine, especially in your households. Me and my wife, we got our set aside here, but I sent out in the email, I sent out in the post that if you got bread or juice or anything, I believe we're going to consecrate that to God and we're going to ask God to bless it so that we can be able to, to, to take of his body and his blood so that we can be able to commemorate what Christ did on Calvary. So he said in his word that, that the bread represented his blood and, and we need to represent that in our lives and we need to know that God is still able to do what he said he was due. In the word of God in selection 581 in our hymnals it says that for I received the Lord that I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night he betrayed he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me and he saying manna he also took the cup and he supped saying this is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. This you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And as often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death till he come. And wherefore, whoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthy, that shall be guilty of the blood, the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. For he that and drink is unworthily, eateth and drink in damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak, sick and weakly among you, and many sleep. For if we judge ourselves, we shall not be judged, but when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we come not shall not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if a man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together under condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when he come. Let us pray. Father God, we just ask your blessings over the juice and over the bread whatever that they have taken in their homes, Lord, whether it's crackers or bread or whether it's juice or, or grape juice or whatever water, we consecrate this now to be the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He said in his word that the bread represents his body and the wine represents his blood. He said that you should take and eat. So let us take the bread and let us eat together. Let us now drink of the blood of Jesus. He said, with his stripes we are healed. Let us drink together. Let us pray. Father God, we do thank you again that as we take of this, this uh, body and the blood of Jesus, Lord, that he was sanctified, that he should cover us now. We that we might have life and may have life everlasting. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. They said that they sung a hymn and they went out into the mountain of olives. We don't have the mountain of olives, but we have the hedges and the highways that we can go out and celebrate and glorify the name of Jesus. The blood
mountains, 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 and it flows to the lowest valley, valley, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. Thank you all for tuning in to us this morning. We pray for you to have quick recovery if you're going through and have been found positive. We pray that the hand of God will be over you to keep you from getting uh, this coronavirus. And we pray again for the first responders, all of those that are out working in our retail industries, trying to keep us going and supporting us during these trying times. And let's pray for our government and the world that we're in. So we just thank God again for being here today. Let us go out and tell someone about the goodness of our Lord. And we thank God again for you being here. And we pray that you will continue to go in peace. Trust in the Lord. And he will direct your ways. God bless you and may heaven have a smile upon you.